The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. back to Life Matters and our, our two-part interview with Kaylin Thompson. Uh, she's done a lot of study on a topic called moral injury of abortion and uh, we're going to ask her what is that all about and what are some of the things that occur to people who have a moral injury. So Kaylin, why don't you take it off from here and uh, uh, what is moral injury? Moral injury, thank you so much. The term moral injury was first coined, it's a relatively new term. It was first coined by Jonathan Shea with his work with war veterans. And what they were understanding is, you know, war veterans were committing suicide and still are, um, you know, like 23 a day. And they want, they really did a lot of research into why is this happening? And what they learned was it really wasn't the PTSD of fear-based life threat where, you know, bullets are flying over them and they're, they're suffering from, from PTSD from that. It was more of war veterans going against their values and their moral code. And Jonathan Shea coined the term moral injury. And so what he found was when war veterans had a problem with actual the killing piece. And what I've seen is with the moral injury, there is such parallels with moral injury with war veterans to moral injury with abortion. And on, your, on the, on the um, slide here, it shows, this is from the National Abortion Federation textbook for abortion providers. This is a textbook that came from the abortion federation textbook to train doctors on how to do abortions and they list 12 factors for psychological difficulties or psychological adjustment that could re relate to women having an abortion mm -hmm. so just some of these are commitment and attachment to the pregnancy if you feel attached well we know that unconsciously and con consciously we attach to pregnancies if there was a perceived coercion to have the abortion, meaning did she really want that abortion or was she coerced? Significant ambivalence about the abortion decision. Was she, did she feel like it was right or wrong? She was on the fence. Um, and then when she was told it was a blob of tissue, it was just enough to have her say, okay, to say I'll have the abortion. But that ambivalence was, was it right or wrong? Um, intense guilt and shame before the abortion, 
Um, but number 12, belief that abortion is the same act as killing a newborn infant. So this is the key thing. Does the woman feel like it is killing? And that is where we can really get um, some of the tra trauma that we've seen with abortion, where women feel like they killed. Mm -hmm. Now, um, Brett Lentz had said he's done a lot of work with moral injury with war veterans. And his understanding is, you know, with this trauma, with moral injury, it needs to be interdisciplinary and multidimensional. And I like this quote because I feel like this is what, I feel like the moral injury is the key to understanding abortion. But listen to what he says. Unfortunately, psychologists have totally dominated the discourse about PTSD and, not has, and have not reached out to others that know about the other types of impact, biological, behavioral, social, relational, spiritual, and the effects of the family and the culture. I couldn't agree more. So many times we have just allowed um, a certain conceptual framework to, to help us to understand does abortion cause harm? But we need to include a lot more and look at it more interdisciplinary and multidimensional. Mm -hmm. So he sees that there, there's principal harms with PTSD. There's the danger fear-based, which we talked about, which is actual, um, did you feel like you're, you were in a life threat? Or was it a traumatic loss? Or was it moral injury? And he says either three of these can produce, if any one of these exists, can result in PTSD. But what we only know about right now is the danger fear-based. So moral injury is, as it, and it's been defined several different ways, and right now there is not a consensus definition. So this is one definition that I, I chose to, um, to um, talk about today, but, and it comes from the traumatology. Moral injury is a particular type of psychological trauma characterized by intense guilt, shame, and spiritual crisis which can develop when violates his or her moral beliefs, is betrayed, or witnesses trusted individuals committing atrocities. Now, the main points here is there is a betrayal. Now, the betrayal can be either I betrayed myself or someone betrayed me. And so many times we don't talk about this betrayal. We hear women say, I was told it was a blob of tissue, a cluster of cells, a product of conception. Well, they're not told it was a baby. And so the trauma happens, as with many is, when they might get pregnant again and they see the ultrasound and they see a baby. Or, Brendan, what's been really difficult is when, they, when women have had abortions and then they see through these visual aids, what abortion actually does, where it severs the limbs. And so that is moral injury. And that actually can result in a, in PTSD where it's a traumatic loss. Because as we said, you know, we do attach to our babies unconsciously and con unconsciously and consciously. So there is such betrayal. And then when it violates your moral beliefs, if you and so many women, you know, that I've counseled, 
um, that, that call in with this crisis hotline, they'll say, I knew in my heart it was wrong. I knew it was a baby, um, but I allowed, you know, like my dad had said, if he, you know, if, if you get pregnant, I'm going to kick you out of the house. Or I've had women say that, you know, their lives were in jeopardy, that they were I'll either, you know, a boyfriend had said, I'll either kick it out of you or you're going to go have an abortion. Well, that's very traumatic. So it goes against what you believe. Mm -hmm. And you didn't want an abortion, but you felt like you had to have an abortion. So mm -hmm. it really does, this moral injury, I feel like is the missing key to understanding and helping other people understand how abortion can be so harmful. And we need to do more research on this. Unfortunately, there is not a lot of research being, um, being done on this because it is so political. And, you know, the American Psychological Association, you know, they, they are, you know, they... They're, they're pro-abortion. They came so, here for the Democratic National Convention. And they, two days before the convention, they came out with a thing saying that abortion it doesn't really have an impact. And I just, right. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that was about that eight years American ago or 10 years ago. Association, yes, they did come out and say that is, but you have to understand the research because what they did, they left out almost about 50%. Um, and if you really studied that, they didn't, um, and I could get more of the particulars, but it was first abortion, so, you know, up over 50% have multiple abortions. So they, they only, they only um, analyzed just a certain criteria to mm -hmm. fit that mold. They're not, and they're not looking at five or 10 or 15 years down the road um, and researching, has abortion been traumatic? Because trauma can grow. And you don't, you know, because they say, yeah, there's a general sense of relief after abortion. But yeah, that could be one thing because you're not pregnant anymore. But that doesn't mean that there's not a whole lot of other symptoms going on besides relief. You might feel, oh, but I did something wrong. I feel hollow. I feel numb. I've had women say, I am never going to be the same again. Uh, um, so it's just not. My 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 um, belief is it's just not well well understood or represented in, in our understanding and more needs to be done in that area. Well, with moral injury, how does it manifest itself if people keep it uh, locked up inside them? Uh, is it uh, deleterious to their health, psychological, emotional? Um, uh, Absolutely. Um, trauma is like a cancer in the body. And it's stored in the body. And unless there is healing, it will be like a cancer, the PTSD. And, you know, there's, there's trauma, there's depression, shame, guilt, self-loathing, um, isolation. We can go through. We have a slide with um, coming up that shows like the biological, psychological, social, and spiritual harm from moral injury. Okay. So here is just one testimony from a, a recent research article from Catherine Rafferty and Tessa Longbuns on Abortion Changes You. We were told we would go back to normal and it wouldn't affect us, but they were wrong. All I feel is emptiness and hatred. 
I used to be the happiest, most positive girl. All I want is to take it back. And I have heard this so many times. All I want to do is take it back. But it's so final. There's no nothing that can say that you can take it back. Mm-hmm. So here's the here's where this is so interesting. And I see such parallels with war veterans to women that have had abortions. And, and also, this is not only women. It's also men. Men are affected by abortion. And men are morally injured by abortion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now there's no studies, you know, that this is all theory that, you know, there's no studies that are proving me right. So um, how, how about the, I, the Elliott you know, Institute uh, in the Midwest in Indiana? Uh, David, uh, I forget his last name, but he's, he's done a lot of studies on uh, abortion or post-abortion uh, the effects. I don't know if you've read his stuff at all. Yeah, but there's nothing there's nothing right now in the research that is tying the moral injury with abortion. So um, with this, if you look through here on the moral injury piece with the war veterans, what they are finding. And I when I look at these, I see so many of the parallels with this with abortion not only the biological, you know, and so many times too, there's infertility issues after abortion. And there is that breast cancer link that we're not recognizing, but you know, there is strong research that there is a breast cancer link. Mm -hmm. But, But the psychological and emotional injury, if you look down through their anger and betrayal, shame, guilt, sorrow, loss of trust in self. Now, loss of trust, you also have loss of trust in yourself, but also loss of trust in others because people have been, people have been, um, you feel like you have been betrayed. You've been betrayed by people that have said it was a block of tissue. You were betrayed by saying you would go back to normal. Um, so fear and anxiety, re-experiencing the moral conflict, flashbacks, nightmares, um, self-deprecation, loss of self-worth, depression, suicide ideation, all of these run true. And then the social aspect, there's so much social alienation. Um, Now, what happens a lot of times, the relationship between uh, the father of the baby and the mother ends because all they see is the abortion. And it's a reminder of what they have done or what they shared. So there is that disconnection. Mm-hmm. Parent-child connection. Women, so, a lot of women that I have counseled, they don't, or I've read their stories, they don't even feel like they should become a mother. That because they've killed, they are not deserving to be a mother. Mm-hmm. And so then they, they see, they have a, a difficult time attaching to their newborn because they are not healed. And they see themselves as a murderer and have a hard time connecting with the with the child with that next pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Family connection, um, you go down through that social alienation, especially in the church. Women have a hard time coming forward because, oh, if they only knew, there's so much shame and guilt that if they only knew, they wouldn't want me in this church. And mm-hmm. there's um, the spiritual injury um, there's some, the, the disconnect with God. I have committed the unpardonable sin I have killed. There is no grace for me. I'm going to hell. Um, 
So they don't believe in a God that, you know, they believe that their sin's so great that they never could be forgiven. Hmm. Well, how can, uh, how can uh, you resolve that? Uh, how do you try to resolve this, the, the moral injury? So the, the, you know, with the healing piece, one of the big things about um, with women that have had abortions and with men is to talk about it. Because if you bottle it up inside, it just like we said, it eats, it just eats away. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to do for trauma is to be able to talk about it. But mm -hmm. it has to be in an environment that's safe. It's a, if it's not a safe environment, then there can be re-traumatization. And so that's right. been, you know, um, it's been difficult for, for people, like even in the professional counseling, because if you don't think that abortion is harmful, you're not really looking for it. And so, you know, there's a lot of pregnancy care centers that have a wonderful abortion recovery programs where women, can, women and men can be healed. But it, it begins with starting to talk about it, to acknowledge it. And um, it's, it's just the beginning. And, you know, with abortion, there's, it can be layers of trauma, layers of trauma, because it's also, it can be a traumatic loss. It can right. be a moral injury, it can be a traumatic loss. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, so, I think our society is uh, really taking it on the chin regarding when they Roe versus Wade and they, you know, were 60, between 60 and 65 million babies have now been aborted. And it's, it affects almost everybody in the country, I would say, you know, in some, some respect, whether it's um, uh, siblings or grandchildren or uh, grandparents. <laughs> And um, what about them? I mean, uh, is there counseling for people that are siblings or grandparents or, or, or the yeah, next generation down? There are, there are programs like that. And you know, you mentioned a very interesting point because when I say that not only men and women that have experienced abortion, but people that have not experienced abortion, I still think can be morally injured because when they see the images of a baby mm -hmm. of what is happening, I think that there could be moral, I think it could be a collective moral injury, um, such as people that, you know, have never just been personally affected. I mean, I think that they are personally affected if, you know, they see that, you know, that how life is being treated and how babies are being treated. So I think moral injury, now whether they're traumatized by it, whether, whether it be, you know, it could be, what they call potentially morally injurious, or is it moral injury? So, you know, they, they've developed it as a syndrome. And so, you know, it's like, does it affect your well-being? Does it affect, does it negatively affect your overall well-being? Um, and mm -hmm. so if it does, then, you know, it could be classified as moral injury. Mm -hmm. Well, very interesting. Well, where do you see moral injury going now? Uh, you're kind of leading the charge uh, in that regard. Uh, do you see other groups kind of accepting what you've been researching or trying to pull together from other researchers? Uh, uh, and would it be beneficial for uh, 
post-abortive men and women? Um, well, I would say that I would see this as a research arm to, but the thing is, you know, if you have, if you use moral, what I'd like to see is that we use moral injury as a conceptual framework when we research abortion, because it hasn't been done in the past. And to fully understand abortion harm, we must, I feel like this is the missing key, the missing link to understanding abortion and its harm. You know, when you have women, I mean, women, when they go against what they believe is right, you know, because they can't afford it because of all of these outside circumstances, you know, those are legitimate concerns, like how am I going to afford it or am I, I'm not being supported for this and that. Those are legitimate concerns, but mm-hmm. there are, but that doesn't mean that that abortion is going to be um, healthy for you. You know, um, it can be very detrimental. And it's, you know, there's, there's, that's where we have pregnancy care centers that can help with, you know, making sure that the baby's needs are being met, the mother's needs are being met. So in order to prevent the moral injury or the trauma of having to have an abortion, the way I, where I would like to see it go is that more people do start researching the parallels between moral injury and abortion with, with women and men, because you know, if we're supposed to really be trying to empower women, then let's really get a full look at what at the harm that abortion does mm-hmm. in, its, in its totality. Right. I see. Well, it, um, it's a very interesting concept. And, uh, you know, to study it in that framework uh, may prove to be very fruitful, I would think, uh, hopefully at least. <clears throat> So anything else uh, that you'd like to tell us regarding um, moral injury and uh, uh, post-abortive men and women? Well, there is um, one other, there is one other thing about um, with the moral injury, what's really coming up is betrayal. How much we feel like either we betrayed ourselves or others betrayed us. And there's also a new, a relatively new term called betrayal trauma. And this has originated more from sexual abuse. But if you read down through here, this could also be a link to understanding abortion as a betrayal. And it's a type of trauma that's been conceptualized as being particularly injurious and predictive of worse health outcomes. And I would have to say too that the worst health outcomes with war veterans was the moral injury and the traumatic loss that do suffer from the worst outcomes. So healing is very important and it can take a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's high betrayal and there's low betrayal. And if we don't have a lot of time, um, the high betrayal is when you're really close to someone and they betrayed you. Low betrayal is when you're not as close to someone that they betrayed you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's also something to be looked at. I know we don't have a lot of time, but it's also something to look at when you consider the, the abortion as being harmful. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Kay Lynn, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I, I learned a lot today uh, listening to you and, and checking out your website. Could you tell us what website the folks need to go to to find out more and how to get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. So my the website is Choose Grace International. And my email address is kaylynn at choosegrace.com. And kaylynn is spelled K-A-Y-L-Y-N. There's just one N. So kaylynn at Choose Grace International. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments. And if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Okay, very well. Well, folks, we hope you found today's show to be unique, informative, content-rich, truthful, and thought-provoking. Thanks for watching. I'm Brendan O'Connell, your friend for life. Preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.